Welcome to Las Doctoras Podcast. Led by our intuition, we are creating space for conversations, asking critical questions, and interrogating the oppressive systems of power we live in. We are your hosts. I am Dr. Renee Limas, pronouns she, her, hers. I'm a Cancer Sun and Moon with Pisces Rising, Mother of Water. I am Dr. Christina Rose, pronouns she, they, Virgo Sun, Aquarius Moon, Gemini Rising, Mother of Earth. We are grounded in a connection to ancestral wisdom. Our work is to heal the wounds of generational trauma, that is of white male and cis-hetero supremacy, all while we create a way of being that celebrates, truly revels in the joy of our families and our community. Join us on our journey, not toward perfection, but into reflection, immersed in compassionate self-awareness and courageous action. Come, sit at our kitchen table, sip on some tequila with us, and let's change our world. Salud! Welcome to yeah. episode, what is, what is this episode? Oh, I'm so bad. Oh, at we're that. in season three. So this would be season, um, even though we're still like doing counting episodes, but we are in season three, episode 24, 24. Wow. We haven't, I haven't edited 23 yet, but <laughs> we are, are here. We, and we're counting the book club ones as episodes? Or no, no, those will, those aren't, yeah, no, because they're not going out on the podcast. Okay. And this is going to be a podcast. <clears throat> one. Okay, got it. So in this, this episode. Spiritual, spirituality series. Yes. Return, return to. Coming back to talking about um, spirituality. We've been on a journey with that, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, in our, I mean, in our last episode, we did talk about the retreat that we went on. And I think that was a catalyst for so much. And it's been coming. I know like we wanted, we talked about spirituality and activism in our first season, I think. And we know it's a big part of our lives. Mm-hmm. We, we had the interview with Carmen, you know, I think mm-hmm. that that's the times with her and I think reconnecting to these spiritual conversations within our cultural context and within our community, like there, we've got all these spiritual healers all around us yeah, and all I of think, these people who are interested in helping us find our spiritual gifts too, you know? Yeah. You know, it's, and I think in those couple episodes, I think that was our first season when we talked about this, um, you know, and trying to kind of define spirituality because I get, I think it's traditionally defined either within religion or in this like white new age spiritual world realm. Either that, way, co-opted by whiteness for sure. And that we're seeing, especially right now with pandemic and, and uprising, we see so much of this new age, you know, white hippie world be so... Um, spiritually bypassing and problematic. <laughs> um, and it's like, and, yeah. and, and I think that makes, you know, it just poses a particular challenge when I think we're trying to define our own sort of spiritual grounding. And I was actually talking yeah. about this with my students yesterday. Cause I did, I think that's something else that we're trying to step into, right? Like 
this is just a part of who we are. This is just like whatever we do, we're still sort of grounded in this like deep sense of um, of how we're defining spirituality. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was talking to my students and kind of being trying to step into that within my classroom, you know, virtual mm-hmm. or not. And saying, you know, for me, this is about connecting to ancestors. This is, you know, having my altar here with, you know, um, pictures of ancestors and tarot cards and that kind of thing. Um, But that recognizing that this is actually part of that reclamation process, right? Actually reclaiming these practices that our ancestors had and through colonization, you know, were kind of separated from those, right? So I think that there's, there's that part of it as well. It's such a gift, honestly. I, I said this in the retreat, but, you know, it saves us from whitewashing or from, like, you know, white male supremacy, I think, is our ancestral lineage. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's such a strong reminder um, and the gratitude that we can feel, I feel, for my, um, my grandmothers, you know, who kept healing you know, modalities alive, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and passed on in, in small and large ways, but whatever they could, you know, to, and, and even passed on, I feel like even in like my just DNA, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, like, I guess in part, that's like gratitude for my, you know, this copper, this brown skin like this, you know, um, that just also reminds me about where, I came from which i think gets into our readings from esoteric essa however <laughs> before yeah. we get into that i i do you know because you did mention right now like being in a community of healers and and you know yesterday we had a little gathering six um, feet apart <laughs> social distance gathering social distance gathering i i want to say officially here we had a gathering because you're moving to Alaska. So yeah, that's the, that's an announcement to make. Um, for so, a season or for, something. For, so but Christina will be coming to us in our next episode <laughs> from um. Alaska. Um, but I, you know, I left our gathering yesterday um, feeling like, wow, like I just felt so blessed and lucky to be in such in to be in community you know with all these different people and women and i don't know like i just felt i just felt a a deep sense of like gratitude i was like joanna was there who's a midwife and danelia was there who's pregnant (laughs) and you know forwarding you the pictures i got from from our friend. Yeah, and, and even Melody, right, who's um, who's a Zoom instructor. I think she's also a birth worker. It sounds like it. Yeah, sometimes yeah. definitely some healing um, ability. And Carolina was there. And it was like, it just, you know, I was like, fuck, I feel so, I think there's a part of me that sometimes there's still that, like, speaking of, like, inner bonding. <laughs> that little girl in me that always wants to be like like make friends you know and and i was like even a moment yesterday when we were taking our socially distanced picture <laughs> <So> <laughs> try to like make sure everybody's in it 
We look like the cover of some like rock like magazine. <laughs> like Vogue. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, something like that. Um and and um and uh, yeah, I was just like wow, like, I just, I just feel cool. Like, I know all these people, they know me, like, um, and then, you know, like I said, when I came home and, and Carissa texted me, so that's what I'm trying to get to, is I want to tell this magic <laughs> that I experienced. So, yeah, so we do have people in our community, you know, that are healers of different sorts, you know, doulas and midwives, um, you know, and tarot readers, you know, and just all of this, yeah, all of this magic in our lives, and um, one of our friends and somebody in our community, Carissa, I think her last, is it Carissa? She's on Instagram as Carissa M. Raya. Raya. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she, <clears throat> she's a birth worker, a photographer, and recently, um, started practicing Reiki and she had mentioned it. And so I, um, I reached out to, well, Esoteric Essa. It talks a lot about like clearing energy and doing energy work and Reiki. And I was like, okay. So I reached out to Carissa and I was like, okay, I need some Reiki. And she's like, okay, I'm just kind of starting it. And, and I knew she was doing distance Reiki. So we set an appointment and I was, I, I shared and I've been sharing everywhere since, but, um, so I haven't had a cycle. I had not had a cycle, a period. I had not bled in, you know, 120 plus days. Um, I wasn't worried about being pregnant. That's a conversation for another time because Uh it's a whole thing about, you know, Uh people Uh assuming that I'm pregnant or something. I knew I wasn't pregnant. But it was still kind of, and I knew, obviously, it was stress-induced. Yeah, that conversation helped me realize that the pandemic has been going on for 120 (laughs) days plus. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, so I wasn't, uh, like, super worried about it, but it was still kind of like, okay, what's happening? You know, and days and weeks and months are going by. And um, so when I reached out to Krista. I shared this. I said, okay, it's been long. You know, I think, I feel like maybe there's blockages either physically, emotionally, otherwise. Mm-hmm. So needless to say, we did our session and, and the, it was a distant session. And so she said, you know, she's like, I'm going to try something out where we don't even have to be on zoom together. You can just kind of go about your regular day or if you want to like relax. And she let me know mm-hmm. when she was going to be, you know, working on it essentially. And, um, and I was like, okay, because I've done Reiki before, but it was always in person. So this was kind of new to me. I was like, okay. And then, um, so then about maybe 45 minutes later, she texts me. She's like, okay, I'm done. And then she's like, and I'll send you a write-up. And so she sends me this write-up, very similar to Esoteric Essa, just kind of saying all the like messages that came through, things like, you know, I needed to there was something I was holding on to. I needed to release. And, I love it. <laughs> and, um, you know, and then she pulled some cards for me and she gave me, oh, and then she was saying, she was getting messages of, she said that she got messages that I'm in my eighth incarnation. <laughs> and that the number eight and infinity symbol like kept coming up. And that if wow. I, if I could let go of whatever I was holding on to, that menstruation would come. And so I was reading that. I really sat with it. I pulled some cards for myself. 24 hours later, 
24 hours later, okay, the very next night, I was spotting. And I was like, are you shitting? Like, it was so crazy. And I even, so I texted her. I said, hey, <laughs> um, and so like 24 hours after our session, you know, I'm spotting. And I still wasn't sure, like, is this just spotting? Within a couple of days, I had my full mm-hmm. flow. Mm-hmm. And so I just think it's magic. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I, I mean, I'm sure the, the critical part of me wants to be like, oh, it was, you know, it was just coincidence or whatever. But I just, even if it was, there's something about it. Um, and yeah, I, I think anyway, so I just want to share Carissa. She, yeah, she's on Instagram as Carissa M. Raya. Um, she's also, um, her photography is at Olive La Vida. And um, shout out to her and her magic. <laughs> so I love it. I love it. And I, I, honestly, when he told me, I was just like, <laughs> and I guess my question is, you know, because I think you were also mentioning earlier that Carissa and you and I and a, a few of us in the community have gone, have spoken with esoteric guests, have gotten a reading or and was Carissa's, you know, starting her, you know, or continuing her Reiki work, whatnot, is, is, mm-hmm. was that inspired by her meetup with um, Esoteric yeah. Essa? With I don't, I don't, I don't know her, the extent that, sh- that she's been working with Esoteric Essa, but yeah, it's all like coming together. <laughs> and so and I mean, I've, been sh- I've, I've been sharing with everybody. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like somebody on the street. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I got Reiki and got my period for the first time, and it was a total of 130 days. I I, find, I went back and looked at it, and it was 130 oh, days. Wow. Um, you know, officially, um, and you know, I'm 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 wow. on my last couple days. I think, um, still still flowing pretty heavy, which is normal for me. I usually go a full seven days. So, um, yeah, it's just, I'm really excited about it. But all of this, too, is coupled with our own readings with Esoteric Essa. So Esoteric Essa, we, I think we both kind of knew about her in different ways. And then when we were doing our book club and we were reading Chani Nicholas's book, You Were Born for This, and somebody suggested, because we've been like, we've been trying to bring on guest speakers that speak mm-hmm. to me of the book if not the mm-hmm. actual authors of the book <laughs> and so um so anyway so uh so they somebody suggested to us esoteric essa so we reached out to her and she was like down to come on and she came on and um and i don't know that her energy is just so cool she she was like this is the patriarchy and we're like yes <laughs> Yeah, she's just calling out in the language that we love, you know, the the BS that we've dealt with, the things that have kind of suppressed, you know, like Sonia Renee Taylor says, like Sylvia, you know, in the bonding was saying, like, just kind of suppressed our true essence, you know, and our true, mm-hmm. our, our intuition, our healing gifts. And I love it. And so, yeah, this is, you know, the magic that I think you are expressing in Carissa, I feel like is something that we are trying to believe in ourselves and it's also what esoteric essa i feel like is really strong about you Mm -hmm. know speaking to um and so yeah and we talked about our readings because we both got a a, a natal reading last natal chart reading i I do want to say that i also took a spirit guide course with her which was 
fucking amazing. <laughs> and like mind mind blowing is the perfect word for it. It was yeah. yeah, it was mind blowing. And I can get into that another time. But our natal chart readings. So we did our natal chart readings, um, especially coming off again of reading Chani Nicholas's book. Yes. And just um, you know, for those of you who don't know, Christine and I will text each other <laughs> our like astrological um readings like from chani or from whomever and be like look at what chani said oh my god <laughs> new moon in leo what are we gonna do look at yours there's is all um, like and this. it's and usually it's spot on right and i think that's why we're always so like shocked again by the magic of it because when we read it we're like <clears throat> there's been times when you and i have had conversations and we're like struggling with something and then we read the the astrological um, reading and we're like, oh shit, yeah, there yeah. there it is, right? There it is totally. in the stars. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I gotta do that work. Oh yeah. <laughs> so and I knew kind of I I and I know we're both interested in it, and you know, um, mm -hmm. it's interesting how much academia doesn't allow space for spirituality, right? So we've spoken mm -hmm. to spirituality and and activism too. There seems to be very like you know that binary there, like they're separate. Not, mm -hmm. You can't bring them together and how much we've struggled with that and our creative work too, which is so interesting, right? Then these things are mm -hmm. not allowed to kind of interact, but mm -hmm. they interact in us like mm -hmm. all the time, you know? Mm -hmm. I think it's um, some intuitive sense around that. I know we carry, I knew like from reading Chani Nicholas's book, I was like, oh, my ninth house plane smith from my Aquarius moon. <laughs> oh, oh, that's like tending towards astrology and philosophy. And I was like, of mm -hmm. course, astrology, philosophy, they go together in my brain, but not again in the, the you know, white male supremacist world yeah. that we live in. So this yeah, reading and, and our reading did two things for me. It brought us together more. I feel like mm -hmm. it shows it, it complements, it shows why we complement each other so well. Mm -hmm. And I think the other thing it did for me, it was just like, I was telling, yeah, Carolina and some friends yesterday, I was like, like who is this person <laughs> <laughs> i know i remember <clears throat> i remember when you got your reading and you were at, you you sent it to me and you're like who is this i really like this person and i was like, <laughs> and I was like <clears throat> and i sent you back i was like i think it's spot on i think this is you yeah. um i do want to say that i think uh, something important to mention up you know up front is that chani makes it very clear that a strong, just like you were saying about the ways in which academia doesn't leave space for all this, when historically astronomy and astrology were actually one and the same, right? That, mm -hmm. you know, those who studied the stars studied, interpreted the stars, right? And especially when we look at our ancestry and any indigenous ancestry that we might have also had that very you know, clear connection of, you know, the deeper meaning of the stars and, and whatnot. And so, yeah. so it, it is clearly, or it's clear that colonization yes. actually separated these two and then created this like hierarchical relationship where astrology, astrology was just entertainment and false, you know, yeah. and astronomy is like this real science. Um, and then of course that's coupled with Christianity, you know, imposition of Christianity. Yes all of that so yeah so again it makes me even think of like hypatia or other like prehistoric like kind of philo philosophers like basically also i mean it's just yeah our world and particularly like those connected to their ancestry we know that these are these are the these are the gifts too you know 
Um, we have all these personality tests too, like that are like, oh, let's use your number or your uh, your an EM your your letters. But you know, one of the oldest ones we have are as our astrological chart. So yeah, yeah. I feel so, like that's a deep reclamation for us, you know, or for me. Yeah, exactly. Reclamation. That's why I think that's such an such an such an important part to name is that you know, in terms of us, how we're what how we're defining spirituality or where we're coming to spirituality from is from this idea of reclaiming these practices. Mm -hmm. Um, Even like tarot in my family, you know, my great grandmother read tarot. Um, Mm -hmm. She actually read La Baraja, which is a particular type of card reading, right? It's a particular deck of cards. Because sometimes we both had at some point. Yeah. And we didn't know what it was, but (laughs) I love it. Um, Yeah. And so I think, so yeah, for me, it was like, I came to tarot from like that perspective, right? Like it was both my own curiosity about it, but also feeling like I'm stepping into something that's part of my ancestral lineage. Um, And so there was a confidence, I think, that I went into it with um, and that I have since felt very deeply connected to it. And so, yeah, it's, yeah, speaking in, like, again, stepping into that, those ancestral ways and reclaiming that and rediscovering that, I think, too, like, you know, um, and how deeply, like, this astrological astrology work. And, I mean, so let's get into it. I mean, yeah, she, Jasmine of Esoteric Essa, you know, we sent her our information, birthday, birth date and time, Time, location. location. And she sends us this like written reading, not a page, you know, yeah. full page. And she essentially kind of right off the bat says that she likes to name our intuitive gifts. And that is like, you're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, and then later you create a time with her to talk about it too. Right. And then, so yeah. And then you, yeah. So you have your reading, then you schedule a, a time to discuss it, questions. Yeah. And it's just like, so these like, intuitive gifts. These, and, yeah. and yeah, for both of us, right? And then also, like, so for me, she was saying lots of like water and air placements, and you were, what earth? earth yeah she was earth so she, and um earth and i think some water too she yeah. said that my cancer got some and she said um she because you had your you talked to her right like a little bit before i did and she was saying um when she was doing my reading and she calls it a stallion when you have four um, four i guess planets or whatnot in in a house in a house and so she that's where my water comes in because they're in the house fourth house ruled by cancer mm, mm. yeah and yours is mine was in the is in the fifth house in cancer oh 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 oh, interesting yeah so i it's yeah (laughs) which you know got into the whole thing but um but yeah these intuitive gifts and she kept i mean there was so many things that was incredible so she she mentioned intuitive gifts of like psychic abilities, which is so sometimes hard for me to even like say out loud because I'm like, what does that mean? Even though I, I've, yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay. I, that makes sense. You know, I do. And she talked about dreams and how dreams can be like prophetic. And that's been very true for me. Um, oh, something I didn't tell her, but I think I meant to when she was talking about like prophetic dreams the day of 9-11, that night I dreamt about an uh, airplane crash. The night before? 
Mm-hmm. Good night. Like I woke up and Tommy called me and said, you know, was telling me what was going on. And I was like, and I had just woken up from a dream about me being in an airplane crash, like with all my family. Holy <laughs> moly, Renee. <laughs> and I remember oh thinking like, gosh. what was, yeah. Anyway, but, um, so she was, yeah, intuitive gifts. She also said that, and me, and so she said in a reading that I had a lineage of cardiovascular disease which yes my dad and my grandmother his mom both died of heart issues um and then it was interesting though because in her original reading she said it was from my mom's side and then she said on my dad's side I had psychic family members and when I talked to her I said actually it's the other way around and she said that that happens sometimes where you'll get the right information but it'll just be like reversed and so yeah. she said that even as I develop these abilities to kind of recognize that that can sometimes happen. Um, totally. So, but it was, it was still like, it was still when you're reading it and you're like, shit, she just said cardiovascular. <laughs> and that's exactly like totally in that lineage of my dad and, and my grandmother, my great grandmother, my, um, they would say was psychic. She supposedly, she predicted like, I don't want to get into it, but she did predict before, I mean, she obviously was, she's been gone for a long time, but she predicted that there would be a black president, like, within a certain amount of time. <laughs> it's so fascinating. You know, as you're talking, I'm hearing surprise, and you're like, psychic abilities, I don't even want to say it. But I know, I know that of you, you know, in the yeah. time we've been together, I know that's part of your... I didn't know about 9-11 or I forgot about it, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I may see that, you know, it's interesting how you, you did that for me too. You see things mm. and there must be something in us, you know, the psychic things. So I have and my Filipina ancestry, um, Atita and Alola who have had some psychic abilities and it's not talked about largely in my family, but when I, you know, when I get a moment, I get to talk about it with them seeing numbers that indicate things or seeing people that have passed on, you know? Um, so I, I can, part of my, my reading has that in there. It's like Jupiter trines <laughs> Neptune third house, something <laughs> and uh, Pluto. I love, textile, you know, I just have to say that um, this is like, you've really been able to step into this space <laughs> of, to read astrology. Like I think there's, you know, and it definitely is a science, right? Because there's so much, it, it's so much more than just your sun sign, right? People always talk about their sun sign, like your sign. Yeah. But there's like, there's so much more to it. And it's, it, it is like math, right? Where there's like the houses and the, you know, the signs and, yes. you know, and, and all of I these, do. all of I these. I love that things. shit. I just love and it. And you're so good at it. Cause I'm like, oh my, I forget. Like I can look at my chart oh. and then like forget instantly. Or like, you can just, I don't know. Like, and then you remember what each one is. And I feel like you've just been able to. I definitely have it written down so here. Well. <laughs> well, thank you. I, um, I definitely have it written down because I'm interested it. it I'm curious about it, you know, so I want to kind of know it like a language, you know, a lost language, like almost, you know, like learning Spanish or something, you know, for me, it's like, this is, this is, or not well, like this is, this is ours. This is part of our lineage. Like, and I think about this too. So yeah. So yeah, I see these things here. And she mentioned some particular intuitive gifts 
and healing gifts, right? Yes. So that is the part, you know, okay. Yeah, I get, I get the psychic stuff. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Psychic abilities are a part of my lineage. I can even kind of, you know, you know, empath stuff. I think you, that I was kind of like, I don't know. But she Mm -hmm. mentioned during our time together that trauma really creates a lot of empathy, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I love the way that she talks Mm -hmm. about Mars and cancer, which Chinese reading is, uh, around passive aggressiveness, which I can get that, but I like to talk about it in a more, um, maybe true essence light. And so, um, Jasmine says it's about sensitivity and intuition, which Mm -hmm. is cool. And she mentioned the dream stuff and needing to keep a dream journal, which I totally Mm -hmm. kind of resonate with. Mm -hmm. Okay. But what it is that's hard for me is this physical empath or healing hand abilities, you know? Um, (laughs) I have six aspects in Virgo, this very feminine sign, I guess, right? So femme and a lot of your placement, what she she, um, named as masculine, right? Which is so interesting Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. And I know, I I know there's got to be that, but I think I I don't see myself as a hands-on healer. You know, I really don't like giving massages. I've been thinking about this, you know, because I'm like, when we, you know, even like she would say, I think she would say that um, when messages come through, right, they Mm -hmm. come through in a certain way, but it's, you know, we don't want to think of things within these narrow ideas of that. And so I was thinking yesterday when we, and when she says that you have like healing hands, right? Like that, and she mentions things like Reiki and, and, and other types of practices like that, but it could also be in your artwork, right? That you use your hands to create art. (laughs) Um, And in that, you know, the, 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 that power of your healing hands comes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I like that. I, I will, you know, like, I don't, I get kind of tired giving massages. I love getting massages, I will say. Mm-hmm. Um, but something I, I have tuned into, maybe as I step into, I'm stepping into mothering more, you know, my own children. Mm-hmm. Um, I really have found myself, like, giving Jaguar, like, massages, you know, just tuning in through physical touch. Mm-hmm. And then I even found myself doing this with Oliver, my dog, right, who's old. And I mm-hmm. just, sometimes I just want to, mm-hmm. like, just yeah oh I know what and as I say this this is why this may be where this is like really kind of triggering for me mm-hmm. I kind of want to lay hands on Oliver and so that's a that is a language that comes from um this you know abusive subculture I grew in where we could mm-hmm. like people laid hands on each other and then the spirit mm-hmm. of you know uh God would come over this person and and it would be instant healing. And Whoa. So I'm seeing maybe there's a resistance here, a reluctance, because like prayer, there is a, an, any, uh, this language is a reclamation. Like how do we reclaim these healing abilities, you know, these words. Um, and what's coming to me is how Christianity, Catholicism really probably co-opted a lot of that language, right? Uh. To say... I mean, it's very similar to, you know, there's lots of conversations about this, right? And I think Danelia and I had something similar when she talks about how in Catholic, um, um, like things like funerals or other sort of particular holidays or celebrations, they they have incense, right? And, you know, they kind of 
like it's it's very similar to saging yes. <laughs> right and it's copal right and yes. um and so danelia has has said you know where is that some of that actually from like indigenous tradition that was co-opted into you know catholic tradition right. limpias and baptisms <laughs> like and so you we have to sort of think about those kinds of ask those kinds of questions how much of it is actually you know co-opted by you know um by christianity you know for whatever reason and then of course it's going to create for you going to trigger trauma i love how this also brings me back to conversations that are private but ones that we had in the retreat with other latinas you know, mm-hmm. around their healing abilities and the co-opting of their, not just their, our culture, but like our literal bodies, you know, to be mm-hmm. healers, um, but only within a certain framework, only mm-hmm. within a framework that really like wanted us just vessels of healing. But, you know, so. It's- yeah, I, I agree. I think, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I'm thinking of when my my grandmother talks about her mom and she'll say, she'll talk about how she, she called it, um, I forgot what she, she would say like, la barraja, right? She would say, mm-hmm. she would, you know, le daba la barraja or something like that, right? And I think, and then her next sort of response to that is like, oh, but she would only do it, you know, like, almost mm-hmm. like she was trying to be defensive of it because. Qualifying, like, she was qualifying right. when it came into play. And, um, and I think even she mentioned at some point that she stopped because maybe she felt guilt around it, you know, because she Mm -hmm. was also very Catholic. And so I don't know. So it just has me kind of thinking again about how much was lost because of guilt and because of colonization, you know, particularly at the hands of, of Christianity and Catholicism, you know? Um, I also am just also like kind of, it's magic really, but these gifts, you know, can still be located in us, you know, in our community. Like, and I think that's, that's the healing work, right? That is the healing work that here we are generations or in a generation where you know, because the way I think of it is my great grandmother was literally just trying to survive and she was a hustler and she was doing all these yeah. things. Right. Um, while also still trying to stay grounded, you know, yes. and my grandmother, again, trying to hustle, just try and trying to make sure she was giving her kids the best she could. My mom, the same way. Right. Just trying to yeah. like incrementally make it better. And here we are in this generation where we're like, we're not, Yes, we are also trying to survive, particularly in the middle of a pandemic. But we're also coming from this perspective of it's surviving is not enough, right? We also want to be able to thrive. <clears throat> and so we're going back and, and pulling on those tools of all our ancestors how they were able to endure, right? Not just survive, not just to survive capitalism, but to survive a spiritual war. <laughs> you know, right. Maybe that's getting too much, but right, like just this idea <laughs> of like, you know, that I think that's the gift of, of us is that we're able to go back and heal that, that guilt, whatever Catholic guilt, you know, at least mm-hmm. in my lineage might've 
that my great grandmother might have had. Huge amounts like, of Catholic guilt in my lineage. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, it is yeah, what it yeah. is, right? And and we and to say to sort of heal that wound and to say no, this is okay. You know, we can we can pray to the Virgin Mary and pull our tarot cards, right? And it's mm-hmm. and it's all okay. And that also came up in in my reading or my conversation with um with Esoteric Essa about you know, having to heal Hmm. a lot of the wounds of my ancestors. And we got into like particular stuff that was happening, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's, you know, that's, that's what we're doing. (laughs) That's what we're here for. I love that you mentioned that because I think that's the other part that surprised me or another part. And there's so much really, but um, thinking about healing, not just ourselves and our children and our descendants, but Mm -hmm. like healing like our, our ancestral lineage, you know, like, I just, I think that's powerful. I I don't tend to think that way. I tend, I tend, I I get kind of lost right in a construction of time that, you know, and I think linear and so really thinking mm -hmm. more holistically about these things. I've been thinking about that. Like, what does that actually mean? Like if you break that down, what does it mean? (laughs) And I think it's, it's, um, here's the way I see it is, and I think this also comes up a lot around um, like Latinx parenting's campaign to end Shankla culture. Shout out to Leslie. This idea of, you know, a lot of this, we need to name it abuse mm-hmm. that we endured right at the hands of our parents or grandparents, you know, and that they endured and they endured. And that if we just perpetuate that, right, that we're actually coming from like Sylvia would say, our wounded selves, right? We were wounded, whether we acknowledge it as a wound or not, right? Because there's a lot of people who will say, oh, I'm fine. You know, my mom hit me and I was fine and I'm fine and I'm going to do the same with my kids, right? Whether they acknowledge it or not, right? They're coming from that wounded self and then perpetuating that wound. And so thus, the wounds of those ancestors are just continuing, right? When we decide to say we are not going to perpetuate that, we have empathy for why our parents or grandparents felt that that was the only way they could survive, right? Was see to, their true essence. We see. Was to abuse in, in whatever form that mm-hmm. looked like. And I am going to do my best, and I say my best because it's – it's a daily struggle, right? It's a, it is a deep wound in my lineage, deep, 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 deep. And, um, and uh, you know, when I have to consciously say that, it's not that like, I, this is the way I'm able to wrap my head around it. It's that in changing that dynamic and saying, I'm not going to perpetuate this kind of abuse. I'm going to try to do something different, right? It's to say, I'm no, the healing of the the past generations, you're not like literally healing their wounds because they've already lived their lives, right? It's not like, Mm -hmm. you know, they can come back and live them again. It's to say that you have stopped the bleeding, (laughs) right? You have stopped, Mm -hmm. um, you're able to, to, to heal that scab, right? Because yeah. if we not, we're just reopening and reopening and reopening, right? That's the way I see it. That's the way I've been able to sort of wrap my head around. Like I'm not doing work for them. I'm doing work so that 
um, we don't continue to perpetuate their wounds. And yes, that's yeah. healing them, but not in yeah. like a literal sense, right? It's that we're healing ourselves to heal them, but really um, it's so that we're not perpetuating those wounds, right? So, so, and so that they don't suffer those in vain either, right? So that all that they endured was not in vain, right? That we yeah. can be in a place to say, we see you, we understand that you were hurt and you were coming from a hurt place. We're going to love you anyway, <laughs> maybe sometimes from a distance, <laughs> whatever that looks like, you know, I think I'm, I'm speaking generally. Um, yeah, I, I yeah, love yeah. my mother and, and we, you know, <laughs> no, I'm really saying things. I want to mean, I wasn't being sarcastic in my eyes. And, and I think it's, it's, you know, in that way, you know, and I also think in a certain way too, like when my mom, you know, I've even seen her and how far she's come just, you know, in yeah. maybe how, whatever healing journey I'm on, um, even though she's not on the same journey, I've been able to see ways in which she can reflect on certain things. Here's yeah. a really good example. When the Me Too movement, you know, was kind of gaining whatever, like a couple years ago. And, um, and so a lot of people were talking about like sexual harassment and naming it in certain ways. Uh -huh. And all of a sudden, my mom started having these conversations of how rampant sexual harassment was mm. when she was in her 20s and, you know, working as a hairdresser and all of this stuff. And yeah. it was the first time that I had ever, she kind of alluded to certain things, but naming it to say, yes, this was sexual harassment. Yes, yes it was part of the culture. Yes, it was, you know, we just kind of had to you know, grit our way through it. And, um, and I feel like she was able to have that conversation because she knows what I do. Right. And she knows that I'm going to validate that for her, you yeah. know, and I think in that way, it might've healed a particular wound she had about it. She might've been holding on to some shame around it, you know, um, that she was able to, to now say, oh, that wasn't me. <laughs> that was these effed up men, you know? Yes. Um, so to me, that's an example, right? Like she can't go back I and love that example. relive that life, no, but, but she can have that different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, you know, I'm, I love that example. I, I think it could be very healing. I, I'm, I'm open. Honestly, I don't get it, but I do think, <laughs> I, I wonder if there is a way like she was saying, she suggested, you know, I, I meditate and I in particular ask the ancestor with healing and hand abilities to come, mm -hmm. to come, you know, and to, to talk to me. Mm -hmm. um, even though she said, you know, they might, they also have their generational wounding too. They might not be able to have mm -hmm. recognized that in their lifetime. Mm hmm and that's a little tricky for me because I like to think that my ancestors, my loving ancestors are in their true essence, you know, and fully realized, you know, if not in this life and like in the spirit side. Yeah. And, but honestly, yeah. all of it is new and all of it inspires me to do that work for whatever, you know, mm -hmm. you know, however much healing there is healing. I know in that. And so mm -hmm. I, I haven't yet but I mean to do that you know <laughs> and you know I feel like we just started this conversation but I wasn't able to move my 10 30 and so I have something coming up soon okay so that's why I'm kind of trying to shuffle a little bit but um I wonder if we can reflect if this feels good for you on because 
on what we have, what we, you know, her podcast is better work, bitch, um, Mm -hmm. which I love. And I feel like that's what I was handed in this natal chart is like, better work, bitch, better do that work, you know? And so I need to go, I need to go and meditate and connect with my ancestors. I know I needed to do that. I need to live with more authenticity. My Aquarius moon says, you know, (laughs) I need to do that. I need to actually like, believe in my healing abilities, you know, Mm -hmm, whatever mm -hmm. they are. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering what is it that you walk away with in that? And I, me too. I, part of uh, my, yeah, better work bitch is, you know, cause I asked her, well, if I have these psychic abilities and for me, a lot of fear comes up around that. And so she says, I have to do a lot of grounding work, lots of grounding, lots of like, again, meditation, just lots of working with the earth she says go outside you know and be in like literally be in the soil so for me that's it's processing fear like I have a lot of fear around this stuff and so it's like being able to process that and 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 do a lot of grounding work um so that you know I'm able to process that fear so that's my work of like the grounding work of being able yes yeah as I as we share them honestly they just seem huge <laughs> do they seem huge i don't know they seem or at least it seems like the elephant in the room the whole time but it's an elephant it is like a you know yeah just need to i mean it's and and that's why it's work right it's you know and i think i love that um you know because again when we talk about like white spirituality right new age it's all about love and light Holy. as if we just need to like chill out and I think here the message is like, no, you need to fucking get to work. <laughs> you, yeah. Yes, you can have love and light, but you're not going to have that if you are not first doing sometimes the, the not so fun stuff of, of it. We know that, right? That's a big thing yeah. with us, you know, um, which gets in order whole, to like, celebrate shadow yeah, work. We need to stuff. resistance liberate. <laughs> we need to like, we need to do the cycle of work. Yeah. And maybe she just helps us really name, you know, yeah, we can do all these different things, all this, but this might be the particular work that will bring us into a new level of healing for ourselves and for our community, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what I heard, that there was, that if you do this, there's opportunity for growth. She, I just, yeah. as we wrap up here, she did mention know. that you and I are soul sisters. <laughs> Yeah, our, our souls have been together in in other lives. Which is lives. not the first time we've heard just, that, right? It's not I know. the first time we've Shout heard that. Shout out to that. Carmen Sima, you know, mm-hmm. Mother Earth she's, Ayurveda. I, she's also said that we we are soul sisters. So that's also validating to know well, that our work together is important. Soul sister slash creative <laughs> partner. I'm really looking forward to, to keeping on talking about this. You know, yeah. I think obviously it's something that we need. Alrighty. I love it. Sounds good. Feels good. Feels great. <laughs>